Welcome to Stumbling Through Work, where educators figure shit out. I'm your host, Jared Huff, and I'm here to explore and share the complexities of our work and to let you know you are not alone. Before we start, though, please follow this podcast and share episodes with others. You can find me on my website, www.jarekhuff.com, where you can find links to my social media and where I share information and tips for educators. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hey team, thanks for joining me today. I actually have a friend of the show with us today. Here's Danielle. So say hi, Danielle. Hi, everybody. (laughs) So we were actually talking um, the other day about references as something came up, and I thought it would be a really good topic. So um, someone called you the other day for a reference. What, What the hell happened? So I received a phone call from a sports camp overnight and they wanted a reference for a camp counselor that I had employed from the previous summer. Now, background, this camp counselor, when I hired him, I knew I needed a male figure that was going to be able to play, be rough and tough with the boys and play sports. So he filled the spot. He came in two weeks into camp. He kind of did what he at the most part, he did what he needed to do. He really wasn't a team player, but he did exactly what I needed him to do. Um, there were a couple of times that I knew that his eyes were a little glazed over, that I had to <laughs> ask him to, uh, sir, we need we need you to, I don't know what's going on, but if I have to send you home, I'll send you home. I think everybody knows what I'm trying to say. Um, and so... He was not someone that I remotely wanted to bring back at all for camp. I offered um, returning my I offered uh, three former counselors to come back, but he was um, not one of those people that I asked to return. He just wasn't reliable and he just really wasn't what I wanted. I felt that he was because he was a coach. It would kind of like translate into him being a good camp counselor. And it just did not Fast forward to the reference call. So the reference call comes in and I was hesitant to even call back. I was was like, because I'm all about like, I don't want to mess up anybody's money. Like if you need the money, especially in the same age, you need the money. So I called back and I said, um, I said, I was like, well, if you all, if you ask me questions, because we all know what you can and can't say. I said, if you ask me specific questions, I can give you specific answers. And so he gave me, he started off with something super generic and it was something to the effect, like we're just trying to get a handle on him. And I said, that wasn't a question. <laughs> so they said they were like, it's been really hard for him to give a supervisor as a reference. And that's been a concern for ours. Duh. And so then I said, I said, I was like, listen, I was like, he did the job. I, I needed a, a male role model. I needed someone to come in and play sports and be rough and tumble with my boys. And he fit the role. And so then he was trying to like, trying to like pull more information out of me. And I said, I said, listen, I don't think I'm the one that you need to speak to about this. And frankly, I don't know why he used me as a reference. And he was just like, he went on to say that they've had a lot of concerns about bringing him on board because his references have not been good They're They've only only been friends and he's been, he doesn't have a good job history record. He doesn't have, um, and also he's in college and he's been like hopping from college to college to try to play basketball. 
So all of these things were like super, super concerning. He didn't seem mature on the phone. This is what they're telling me. And all I could do was confirm. I said, I was just like, I wouldn't, I, I said, well, now that we're being transparent with each other, I wouldn't let him babysit a gold, a goldfish. Cause he was just not that person. And, and they said, and I went on to say, I said, I needed him to, I thought he could transition from being a coach to being this person that I thought, I thought it could be a, a easy jump for him, counselor to coach, coach to counselor. And it wasn't, he struggled and it was just, and long story short, the guy said like, no, you were actually the perfect reference that we needed to hear. And they said, like, do you feel like he could even do overnight camp? I said, I was like, I would never hire him to do overnight camp. <laughs> I said, I was like, absolutely not. Like, no. So do, and it's just, it was just unfortunate. Do you think that in 2023, like how important do you think references actually are? Do you still use them? Like, do you call people like what? It depends on the interview. So my interview process is I tend to vet that I do up to three interviews for my camp counselors. I tend to look at the resume. I feel resumes are 110% important. Um, and then I why, do. Why? Because people lie. Don't lie. <laughs> well, because like also like for those that are listening, it's just like also one, tailor your resume to the job that you're applying for. Like right. I'm looking I have 25 years of experience working with kids. 15 of that is in after school and summer programming. So I know what to look for. So you telling me that you worked at Wendy's, Walmart, this cleaning company, all of that's great. But like none of these skills that you're demonstrating in this resume that, that are written have anything to do with what I need you to do. Right. And, and so, so yes, I do believe that resumes are extremely important and you know, you need to know how to, to read them. Um, but references, if I like your resume and you're giving me a good vibe on the phone, then I'll bring in one of my assistants to bring, um, to have a second interview. And then I typically do like a third interview with my other assistant. Okay. And so we all kind of like, like, you know what, I'm getting a good vibe from him. There have been times where I do a, a reference check, but in my field, if you work with kids, you work with kids and you know who works with kids. You, you know how to kind of like just weed that out. But again, this is 25 years of experience talking. So I 110% think that references are important. I don't always call them, but I'm also at the phase in my career where most of the, the, I recently hired someone and his references, I knew at least three people on his reference or, or not his references yeah. on his resume. I knew three people that were, that worked at those facilities. And so one of them, I had her number in my cell phone, her personal number. And I called her, I was like, ring, ring, ring. Like, Hey girl, um, we're thinking about hiring X, you know, like, how do you feel about this person? She gave an off a cold, uh, reference for him. That was awesome. And I was just like, okay, cool. See, and that's kind of where I'm at because I don't really call for references a whole bunch. Like if you're out of state or something like that, maybe, but I've been doing this so long. I know just about everybody. So, or I know where you work at. So I'm like, oh, you came from there. Like, oh shit. Nope. And there are certain places when I see on a resume, I'm like, nope, done next move on. Or I just know you and I just send a text like, boop, boop, boop. or it'd be someone that I actually work with now. I just actually hired somebody come to find out. Um, she, two people, two of my managers kn know her 
And they were like, oh, yeah, she's cool. cool. I was like, okay, they gave me some information. They told me some good things and some questionable things. But I was like, the questionable mm-hmm. things we can work on, that's just coaching. And um, I just feel like, I mean, I don't recommend everyone to do that, like, until you know your shit like that. But mm-hmm. I'm like, at, at this point, we just kind of know when you see a resume. Like, and I know, and even in the interview process, I could tell when you're bullshitting me. And and also it goes back to there are people that I trust that if I know who trains you, like I had I there was an 18 year old. She was fresh out of high school and she applied for the job. She kind of had some kind of some type of summer camp experience, but she worked for this nonprofit agency group, uh, MyCom, which is like my my city, my community or whatever. And I was I was used to be a part of that. So I know I know these people. Exactly. And she's worked out perfect. Like I've had her for three years. And she's been amazing. So here's another question, but I'm going to ask you when we get back from break. We all want our schools or programs to be the best. And although every school is different, all successful programs have the same fundamentals. Best practices for high quality preschool, after school and enrichment programs by Jarek Huff share standards to foster a high quality program. These tips will help you put your best service forward, focusing on your children, families, and communities. Best Practices for High-Quality Preschool, After-School, and Enrichment Programs by Jared Huff is available on Amazon and Amazon Kindle. So we're back. So here's the question that I want to ask. How do you give, re- how do you give like, references? How do you... You have someone that you worked with that you can't stand. You just despise them. Kind of like your example, when someone calls, what is your response? Like, the, you don't want to just, you know, uh, I'm trying to stop your money. But if you're being asked questions, where is the line on, you know, like, how do you figure, like, what do you, I'm curious to what you did. The teacher in me always, the teacher in me, the social worker in me, the, the social services person always wants to pull the positive out. You know, like, what were they able to do? And, you know, so sometimes I ask, like, what's the job and what are their job duties? Mm. And somebody taught me that. So then once they tell me that, I can kind of say, like, they're able to do this. I may have had problems in this. Um. They're good. This is what they're strong in. This is where they need building. And again, but that's like me being able to say that, like, yeah, I think 10 years ago, I probably would have been like, no, don't hire that tool. Like, but, you know, now I'm kind of I, I I, I do try to say I'm just like, this is this is their skill set. And this is where you're going to need to build this person up. And I kind of just have like have to because you may want to. You may have the time like, right. I, I don't. You know, like I don't have the time for foolishness. Like the first year of my new summer camp, uh, my back was against the wall and I had to hire people that it is what it is. I had to hire people. I, I needed counselors. Um, and there's some of those counselors I would never hire back. Like they they consistently have reached out to me every year. For the, I had someone reach out to me a second time and I was just like, I was like, sorry, the positions are full. Like, no. See, that... I actually have to add that to my repertoire because one, anyone that knows me knows I'm not the, the most, I don't do pleasantries well. 
So it really is, it is what it is. So if you call to ask me a question, I'm just going to answer it, but I'm not going to say anything negative. So it's like, does so-and-so work with you? Yes, they did. And then there's that awkward silence because I'm like, I answered your question. I'm not going to give you any more. Now for someone, you know, that I really enjoyed, I'm like, yes, they were here from so-and-so and so-and-so. I enjoyed them and, you know, they worked really hard, but if I just thought you were trash, I'm eh. So I actually really like that. I have to add that. Like, I really, really like that. Like, that was good. Um, and especially in today's, because nobody is really getting people that are fully applicable for the job. Like, we're getting mm-hmm. people that can only do, like, a little piece. So maybe you might want to coach and train. And But I'm feeling like you. I don't have time for that shit. I got stuff to do. But if you have the time, hey, why not? I mean, and again, I, if you just need a warm body, like I just need a warm body. I, I get that. Like, especially like, because like for me and when I was 25 and like that 20 to 25 bubble or whatever, like I was always like looking for, I had summer jobs lined up in like March, but like now you would be surprised that like people don't, people don't want to work. I don't know what it is. It, it blows my brain open, but like people don't want to work. And so, you know, like your back sometimes is against the wall, you know, and it's just like, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta choose from a really terrible pot. Hmm. So do you think, actually, I'm going to ask you this question in about 10 seconds. Let me, let me ponder on it. So those of you all that don't know me and Danielle have been friends for 900 years it feels like um for what like 18 15 18 19 years? i don't know some long time ago 15 but 20 years we met through work and i'm gonna ask you do you think for us to do you think we do you think we had references like do you think they called our references because now i think about it i feel like i was hired on the spot originally with carrie i don't think i, I don't i think it was just like but i think it's an energy thing too it's like you know what i'm gonna try that would be a really good question. But here's the other thing. Remember when you used to work at The Point? I recommended you to... Um, oh, to Gina. To Gina. And she she hired you. She didn't call your references. She, I, think, I, mean, I think also it spoke to... Because Gina and I were cool. Right. So Gina knows I would never recommend somebody. I didn't know that. that. Huh? I didn't know that. Look at that. Gina and I worked together. Yeah, I knew y'all knew each other, but I didn't know y'all worked together, and I didn't know you recommended me. Well, thank you, girl. Give me a little bit of coins. You see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, like, if you're my people, you're my people. But this is how this is how building those references come. Like, like she said, she was looking for a dancer. I was just like, oh, I know a dancer. And <laughs> and Gina and I had been teachers' assistants at Wiley for like three or four years, like before she had branched out, whatever, whatever. But like Carrie. So the clue that we lovingly call it, that's where Jarek and I developed our deep love for each other. Um, Carrie and I used to work at G, Carrie hired me at another nonprofit organization that shut down. And I remember Carrie, like, I think a lot, a lot of my, my, how I interview and how I talk to potential uh, employees, I get from Carrie because Carrie like stone cold call. I tur- I thought I'm, I'm thinking I'm turning in a resume and a cover letter for just like a after school program job. And she was just like, do you have time? Let's do an interview right now. And she stone cold did an interview on me like right then and there. Right now. I cannot remember who my references were 20 years ago. 
And I have no idea if she did call, but whatever it was, like it was, she kept me <laughs> in, anytime she moved, she always kept up with me or whatever. Like, Hey, I'm here. Come on, come and work with me. Hey, I'm here. Come work with me or whatever. So, um, I don't know if Carrie ever used my references. I don't know if Carrie ever used your references. I think it goes back to what do I know about what I need as, right. as in my organization? What do I what do I need in my organization? What do I need from this staff member and can they provide it? And I think that goes back to like reading people, which is a skill set. Like and I and I can't teach people that. Like that is that's yeah. a skill set. Do you think that anyone has you down for a reference and you kind of question and wonder why? I know the one I just mentioned, I think his back was against the wall from what the person told me. They were like, they needed a supervisor. Um, but there haven't been too many times. I not Nothing's coming to my brain recently. Like I had one kid that I had known use me as a random reference or whatever. And I was, and I, and I reached out to her. I said, I was like, listen, I don't mind being a reference, but I wish you had like given me the heads up when you put me on paper. Like, right. I think you and I had like talked about this earlier. Like if you, you have your standard references, like there are people in this world that I don't have to say, Hey, can I use you as a reference? You know, like I'll give them the heads up, like, Hey, I'm using you as a reference just in case you get a call, like be on the lookout for a call. But, um, you know, it's, like my, go so ahead. I'm thinking that I feel like when I was younger, the references used to be the thing, like, I'm like, Hey, just let you know, I'm putting you down for a reference. Now that we're old, oh, excuse me, we're seasoned. Um, do we, I don't even think I don't even know who the hell is my reference on my resume. I think I have people from like the eighties. Like I know I have carry down. Um, I don't know who else is on there. They're, they're supervisors. Like they're, they're, they're older, they're old supervisors for me or whatever that I have. But again, like going back to what I was saying about, like, when you're in a bubble, like my bubble, my previous job, I had my, I had a job before them as some of my references or whatever, but the new job, the executive director lived next door to my old executive director. And so when he saw, when she saw that I listed that organization, she like, she, she literally went next door to ask about me. You see what I'm saying? So it was just like, but again, but this also goes back to, you know, like making sure like how, how, how you present yourself at work and your work ethic, you know, because like those people every, there have been times where like, again, like there was another, my current job that I currently have, I had a couple of people listed. I didn't know that they were friends with some of my references. Like, I, like I just didn't know that, but because I have a good reputation and because I'm a hard worker and I have a good work ethic, like when they cold called those people, they were just like, Oh yeah, hire her, whatever the job is, hire her. Like literally that's like, and then those references will call me like, yo, someone just called for a reference for you. And I told them to hire you. And I was like, Oh my God, thank you. But again, it goes back to your work ethic and what are you trying to do at this job? But, you know, I would encourage people like, don't go, don't go to a job thinking that you're, that you know, everybody, because the, the, the circles that we are in are so small. They're smaller See, than you think. That's what people don't realize. It's like, we just know 
every like I went to a went to a state conference a couple of weeks ago and I find myself knowing half the people there. And I'm like, oh, I mean, yes, I was avoiding people, too, because I didn't feel like speaking because I'm hateful. But um, I was like, I forgot about so and so or so and so. And I ran into somebody I was like, oh, yeah, you do exist. You are a human. I forgot about that. You know, we don't realize how interconnected we are within our genre, within the education. It's like, and within education, that every little like kind of pod or um, it just, everybody just kind of knows everybody. So I hope that, and I always tell people I'm very conscious of my name. So yes, you may not like me. Um, I'm fine with that. And I tell, you know, I tell my staff sometimes it's not about being friends with people. It's about you respecting me. And lots of people have left that hated me. And that's fine. You may hate me as a person, but you're going to respect me out in these streets. And what you can say about me is, yeah, he meant what he said and he said what he meant. And he was never rude. He was direct, but never rude with us. And I'm fine with that. I'm good with that. And I can be that kind of reference. Well, and also people, when you leave, I always encourage people, don't do the angry quit because you never know how life is going to turn out and where those references are going to be. Like, I, like, so I'm I'm currently um, I decided to get a second job and I'm I'm mentoring at one of a foster agency that I used to work at. They called me to do the mentoring because I was responsible and they were just like Danielle's going to get the job done and she's going to do a good job and we're not going to have to worry about her and track her down every. She's going to see her clients. She's going to do her notes on time. She's going to turn everything in on time. We don't. We're not going to have to worry about her. They thought about me because of my reputation just for three years at that organization. And, you know, so like, again, like, like in a lot of organizations, what a lot of people don't know, they don't have to rehire you. A lot of organizations have a box. Is this applicant, right. is this person rehirable? And you either click yes or no. And if you say no, they're not going to rehire you. And again, like you don't know. So like, and, and, and again, like back to that bubble thing. So my current job, when I interviewed, it started as a coordinator position. But when I interviewed, little did I, one of those at my foster agency job, I had a school, um, I, I was at one particular school. Like I had a lot of clients there. I had a great reputation at that school because everybody knew Miss Gibson got everything taken care of and saw her kids and loved her kids and worked well with the staff. So at this, the, my current job at UCI, Little did I know my old school that loved me was one of the focus schools at UCI. How was I supposed to know that? Mm -hmm. They called everybody at that school to be like, hey, did you know her? Do you know her? Do you know her? And then right. when I come to one function at this particular school with the new position, I'm like saying hi to the parents and this and that and what blah, 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 blah. Them seeing how I interacted. And that's the other thing. Like you never know. Where, where a part-time job, a coordinator job is going to take you because my story is with, with those good references, with those good people saying good things about me, it I went from being a part-time coordinator to a full-time manager of middle school programming. The world, the, again, I cannot say, I cannot emphasize that enough. The education, social service bubble, it is smaller than you think. That is so true. That's definitely true. So, well, I think we're going to wrap up for the day because we could talk about this for about another two hours. I know, right? So, but we'll definitely have you on the show again. And other than that, we'll talk to the people later. All right. Bye, guys.
Toodles. That's it for today. If you like this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating, review, and subscribe to the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can visit my website, which is in the show notes, to contact me. And I hope you have a great rest of your week and speak to you all soon.